to the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for their life, where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real-life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Women Transform Show. How is everybody doing out there? I am your host, Elder Pamela Jordan, here to bless you with a word from God. Hope you guys are having a wonderful and blessed evening on today. And I hope your day was great, as always, and God has been blessing you, and that you are still here. So we give God praise, and we thank God. We're going to jump right on in here for Women Transform. We are here to transform women's from the inside out with God, with a fresh rainbow word from heaven, and so much more. So I'm glad you stopped by, and I'm glad you're tuning in and joining us. So grab your Bibles, your journals, your pens, your notebooks, whatever you got handy, so that you can begin to take some notes and so much more. All right, all right, I see you, I see you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Now, we have started a new series. For those of you who have been following, we just ended our series on Dangerous Prayer, and our new series that we just started we started last week um this series is titled why her all right ladies why her and that is what we're going to continue on with last week we we got in depth in so much we talked about um we're going to be doing like six truths uh, that we need to know with six truths we need to hear when measuring up leaves us falling behind and we ask that question why her that question we ask in secret that no nobody knows about it we don't talk about we don't say anything about but deep inside we're asking you know what lord why her why her you know so that's what we're talking about tonight and this is our series on that we've been doing for this month all right so thank you for coming on in and joining on in let somebody know that we are here all right um opening this is why we need honesty that was truth number one truth number one we talked about last week was honesty and how important it is to be honest with yourself and also to be honest with god and how so important it is for us to walk in the honesty and be truthful to yourself a lot of times we want to be honest to everybody else but uh, we kind of forget to be just be honest and transparent to your own self. Look at yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself. And that's what we talked about last week. And yes, honesty will only take us to certain parts. It takes us half of the way. It takes us part of the way. But honesty helps us to become more aware of what is going on in our own hearts. Because we're being honest and transparent, right? So in, in, in our own circumstances, whatever your situation is that you got going on, being honest lets you open up that door and, and get some things taken care of and allow God for deliverance and things to happen. But to take us to the next step where we become more in tune with God, that is our second truth that we're going to be talking about. And we need the second truth. And the second truth that we're going to be talking about tonight is see it like it really is. All right. See it like it really, really is. See through the deception, the deception that the enemy brings to us. We got to be able to see things like they really is for what they really are. 
and sometimes we don't want to do that. We want to sugarcoat it, cover it up, act like it's not there. It's not the pink elephant in the room, but we really got to be able to know how to see it like it really is, all right? And when God needs us to see something really important about ourselves and, and everything that is around us, it takes... It's, it's, it's hard work of uncovering those things because the enemy is working desperately to cover them up and he doesn't want you to see it. Daily, we need to kind of whisper a, a prayer to ourselves. God, give me eyes to see what I need to see and not what I want to see because the enemy will bring a deception to you. He'll have you looking at things in a different aspect. He'll have you seeing things that are not even there that God didn't even say. He'll have you thinking somebody looking at you all funny they ain't even looking at you. They looking at them themselves or their shoes or you be having them people around talking about they she talking about me and he's talking about me and they ain't playing no bit of mine nothing about you and that's the deception that the enemy brings he'll have us thinking these things right in the body of christ we're not excluded because we'll go in there and we're thinking this person doesn't like us this person turn their nose up at us this person they hit my car and and all you got all this crazy stuff that's the deception that the enemy uses to bring division in the body of christ and the and the god doesn't want us to walk that way because a lot of times it's not what you see it's not what you see. It's not what you think it even is. You're thinking, Sister Jones don't like you because you got uh, um, some some red bottoms on, some new shoes on, and she ain't stay a bit studying about your shoes. All right? She may be looking at something else, but then you get an attitude with them. So this is what we're talking about. That's that deception that the enemy does. And he we have to know how to pray and pray about it and ask God, let us see what he wants us to see and stuff and not what we want to see. You know, Lord, show me what you want me to see. Show me what I need to look at, not what I think and what I want. And what I'm thinking is going on really ain't what's happening at all. And so that, that is so important. God doesn't expose us to his light to shame us, guilt trip us, or make us feel less than someone else. He exposes us to the light because he doesn't want us to become drowned by the deception. And we're going to jump to the first John, the fourth chapter real quick. And, and we're going to get into our story and what we've been talking about. First John, the fourth chapter, verses four, I me mean, verses one, I'm sorry. First John, fourth chapter, verse one. And I'm reading from the King James Version. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. So you, you're thinking this is happening and it's really not happening. You're thinking she don't like you. And, and, and that's not even what's going on. It's a deception. It's what the enemy has you seeing that is really not even there. She may be trying to get your attention because she sees something in you that is so wonderful that she wants to be like you. But you allow the enemy to give you the deception because and you're starting to look at people in the eyes of what you think and not in the eyes of what God is trying to show you. And that is so important when we get into our story. He wants us to see what's really happening right in front of us so a lot of us are out there now in quarantine god is starting to let you see people for who they really are and right in front of you he's starting to let you see who is really saved right in front of you because they've been showing some deception you know yes they've been coming to church every day yes they pay their tithes yes they do all this stuff but when while you've been in lockdown god has been showing you really who people really are their true self and sometimes it's not pretty sometimes we don't want to see it because what we see hurts because we didn't think that person was like that that person was this or that but you know God has to show you so you can understand what is really going on in front of you 
And so you can pray. So don't think it's strange if you're starting to notice that some people are just not the saints that you thought they were. That some people are just not as anointed as you thought they were because the enemy had the deception going on. See, people can quote scriptures. People can preach until the house get up and shout and run all over the place and folks fall out loud. They can preach people under the chairs. But some of that, you know, you got to know the difference between what's a deception and what really is God. And when it comes to hitting the fan, then you find out they ain't all what they were. They weren't as strong as they were. Sometimes we think people are strong and we think other people are weak and the ones that you think are weak are the ones that are strong and some of the ones that are strong are the ones that are weak. So that's a whole other story. So those are the deceptions and that's what we're going to talk about and that goes all the way into our story of talking about Leah and Rachel. Told you last week, we've been talking about, last week we talked about comprom, um, comparison last week with Leah and Rachel. We're going right back into them two little girls, them two sisters there, because they had a lot of stuff going on in, right there in their homes that are meant in today in 2020. It's happening right here today in 2020 in people's homes. A lot of stuff happening with comparison. You're comparing yourself to each other. Well, they got, had a lot of deception going on within Leah and Rachel. And we're going to dive right into it and get into it because we know that Leah was unloved, um, you know, because of her unlove and her husband, Jacob didn't love her and, and she was feeling some kind of way because, you know, we know the story. He really wanted Rachel and he didn't want her. Come on. How would you feel if the man that you was married to didn't want you, but really wanted your sister more than he really wants you? He didn't have nothing to do with you, but he wanted your sister. You would feel some kind of way. And Leah was feeling some kind of way. Leah was really in her feelings, and you can't blame her. But Leah did some stupid stuff, too. And that's why sometimes you can't get in... You can't have your feelings all up into this game right here when we come to serving God because your feelings will get you killed because you, you're in your feelings all the time and, and you're thinking, well, somebody tell them to come and tell you something, they being all mean. And no, you just got your feelings in the way. You can't have your feelings in this because your feelings will get you killed. And Leah got her feelings in a lot of stuff here. And so because of her unloved heart, it attracted God's attention. And so God stepped in and he wanted to show Leah that even though your husband doesn't love you, that I love you, that he he loved her and that he saw her hurt and her pain and that he's going to be right there with her and God had to tell her, you know, he's going to bless her despite of Jacob's lack of love. And that was so important. And we jump to Genesis, the 29th chapter and the 39th verse. And we're going to read it. I mean, 32 verse. I'm sorry. Genesis 29 and 32. Because, you know, after that, you find out your husband don't love you and all this stuff. And so the Lord said, I love you. And I'm, I love you. I'm going to bless you with the child. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to bless you. So so you can understand that you are loved, that you are not neglected. And some, some of you out there are in similar situations. You're in a household where you feel that you're not loved. You're in a situation, a marriage that you feel like you're not being loved. And God is saying, I love you despite of your situation. I love you. I'm taking care of you. I'm here for you. I'm going to bless you through the pain and the heartache that you have to deal with being in a home where people don't love you, people hate you, people abusing you, and so much. But God is saying, I love you. I've been with you all this time. I've been taking care of you. Now I'm going to bless you. And that's what he did with Leah. He gave, he came to bless Leah. So Leah conceived 
in verse, um, we're jumping at Leah, um, Genesis 29, verses 32. And Leah conceived and buried a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, Surely the Lord have looked upon my afflictions. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. Now, let's back it up. Leah made a mistake in that prayer. And when she said something in that. Let's jump back to that word, surely. Surely. Surely is like a doubt. Uh, I think it's going to happen, but I'm not sure. I, I'm going to believe it's going to happen, but I still got some doubt in there. And Leah thought, okay, I got a kid now. I have a baby now. And he's my husband's going to love me now. He's going he's gonna to be there. He's going to see me now. How many of you know we got people out there, young ladies out there having babies and having babies by people and, and stuff. You having a baby thinking he's going to love you and you find out he don't even love you with the baby. He didn't love you when you didn't have a baby and he don't love you with a baby that's the wrong thing that does not get love that has nothing to do with love all right having a baby thinking you're gonna keep this man and he's not gonna go and leave that ain't happening and so with leah the lord blessed her with the child but leah's motives were off leah's motives were wrong when God blessed her and she had doubt, but she wasn't sure. But she said, well, he's going to love me now because I got a child. I'm having this child. Now he's going to he's going to see me. He's going to know I'm here and, and so much more. So, um, you know, when God blessed her, she did something she shouldn't did should have done. Is she used God's blessing not for good, but she used it and caused a whole problem between her and her sister and her husband. She started that ball rolling of deception. And some people probably say, how's that? Well, how can we be use deception when God blesses with something? Because it's your motives behind of the blessing that God give you and how you use the blessing. See, sometimes God will bless you with something, but you use it in a way that you're trying to get back at folks or you're trying to use it in revenge and you're trying to, well, Leah, that's what was going on with Leah. God had blessed Leah in the midst of her burden, but sometimes, like Leah, we want his blessings to mean what we want it to mean. We want it to see it the way we want to see it. But God, however, sees a bigger picture and knows what will bless us most in light of the story that's going on here. Leah took that blessing. Leah looked at the blessing that God had given her, her firstborn son, and she used it as a tool of manipulating a bad situation. She used it as a tool. She tried to use it for her, too, as for her husband to notice her, pay attention to her, and see something special in her. She saw it as a weapon to launch a fight between her and her sister. That's when that comparison battle started to even get worse between her and her sister. It's kind of like, nah, 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 boo boo, I got a kid, you don't. Um, you know, he's my husband, and I'm, I got a kid, and you can't have no kids, so he's going to love me more than he loves you. She took the blessing that God gave her and used it in a totally different way, not the way God wanted to do. And a lot of times, people, we do the same thing. God will bless you with something, and your motives behind what God has blessed you with is just like Leah. You use it in a way to manipulate. You use it in a way to, to cause envy and strife. You're using the way mm, I knew you wanted that car, but I went ahead and got it anyway. Girl, see my new car? I got me. You looking like... I told her last week I was going to get it. Lord, bless me with a new car. Now, you driving around in the car that she told you that she was going to get. You went and got the car. See, that's that's that thing what Malia did. 
that's all that manipulation and stuff. She took the blessing that God gave her and used it totally wrong. How many of you can sit back and say to yourself, oh my God, did I ever do that? How had I, Have I ever done that? Have I ever took a blessing that God gave me and used it in a wrong manner and not the way that God meant it for it to be? So Leah took that blessing and started a battle between her and her sister Rachel. So she figured if I couldn't get Jacob's heart, the one thing that Rachel had and Leah wanted was Jacob's heart. So she, hey, I'm going, I got, I got a kid. God's, you know, I got a kid. God blessed me with a kid. Hey, you know, that's, that's was her, her attitude. She used it as a weapon against to bring a whole, whole situation. She made that situation between her and her sister Jacob worse than what it already was. You already feeling bad because he doesn't love you. Now you want to manipulate the situation, um, taking the child that God bless you with. And you so focused on trying to compare and get back at her sister. She wouldn't even focus on her kids. You focus on trying to compare, trying to get your husband to love you because of that. And that was not a good thing. And so, you know, we see how God had blessed Leah in the, in the midst of all the heartache and all the things. But Leah, she, you know, we want the blessing to mean more than what it was. And it was, it's totally different. And God looks at the bigger picture. We don't see it down the road, but God sees a bigger picture. And he blessed her for a bigger picture than what she can see. And she could not see it. She could not see it at all. So God's blessings are never meant to be a redemption bullet that we shoot and try to take somebody else's life, you know, out. You know, that's not why God blesses us. He doesn't bless us to go out there and shove it in people's face and say, my church is bigger than your church, or I got this and you didn't get this. And No, God doesn't bless us like that. He doesn't bless us for us for us to do those things. He blesses us so people can see who he is. It ain't even got nothing to do about us. And what he can do when we do right. God didn't bless Leah to burden Jacob or Rachel. God didn't bless Leah to prove she was more valuable than Rachel. God blessed Leah to help her know that she was loved by him. And to bring glory to himself by fulfilling his purpose through her life. That was the, what the blessing was all about. That's what your blessing is all about. It's about God fulfilling his purpose through you. Your blessings are not about you showing off and showboating and all. It has nothing to do with us. It has all to do with God because he needs to let people see who he is. And he is still God and he's still in the blessing business. And that's what's so important. His blessings that he gives us is to bring fulfillment and his purpose through your life. This is why he blesses us. This is why the things God gives us, and he blesses not for us to compare to other people, not for us to get jealous because somebody got blessed and, and all this stuff we got going on. It's crazy. Not to manipulate situations, but God blesses us so that his purpose can be fulfilled in your life. And that's so important. So we have to remember that. Her focus was not on the birth of her child, but her focus, Leah's focus was so much on comparing and competition and being jealous of her sister and trying to get Jacob's attention. She forgot all about God. She forgot all about God. So how many times have we put ourselves in situations where God has blessed us, but we were so focused 
on the wrong thing, on the way, and all this other stuff, that we lose focus. We lose focus on God. We lose focus on what God has done for us because we're so so busy trying to compare our situations to someone else. And God may have blessed you with something, but it's not big enough for you because you compare yourself to this person over here or that person over there. And you really have to begin to ask yourself that question. It is so important to ask yourself the question. Whenever we view his blessings as a way of gaining others' respect or of putting ourselves ahead of perceived rival, we're counteracting what God is trying to do in us. We're not seeing things the way they really are. Unfortunately, Leah misread all the things that God was doing and what was happening to her life from the beginning. And we're going to get back into more next week of some of the things also of what's going on. So it, it comes to the question and our topic and our question, you know what, see it like it really is. See it like it really is. Leah wasn't worried. Leah wasn't thinking about no kid. Leah was trying to get back to her sister and trying to get something that her sister couldn't do at the time. She couldn't have kids at the time, but Leah could have kids. So it's like, I'm going to have, even though he loves you, I'm going to have his baby. Back then, having kids was very important. It was very important back then to birth sons. So she birthing sons, and you ain't birthing anything. So and that's that's what we have to understand comparison brings out our competitive streak which is not good at all it brings out a competitive streak which eats eats away at our contentment which then starts to destroy our confidence until we're fighting to keep up with an unrealistic standard so stop comparing yourself stop comparing yourself to people because now you bring yourself into a form of competition. Th I mean, come on, think about it. You see people do this. They do comparison, not in competition <coughs> with other people. That's not good. That's not what God wants us. And it starts to destroy our confidence because now you're trying to compare and now you're in competition and now your confidence starting to get depleted because you're thinking you can't do it like they do it and the way, way you do it is not as good as the way they do it and, and now your self-esteem is getting low and this is why we don't have need to be in comparison or competition with anybody. It's not a good thing. So Leah misread a lot of stuff. And we're going to get back into some more of what Leah did and what happened and so much and all of this of why her, Lord, why her. But you got to see it like it really is. You got to start to be honest with yourself and you got to see things for really what it is. You know, we got to look and find and be truthful to ourselves. You know, what's the motive behind this? You know, God bless me, but what really is my motive? Is my motive taking and throwing and shoving in somebody else's face? You got to check yourself and make sure we're not doing that and doing the thing. Desiring the things, desiring things isn't bad unless our desires become greater than the one who gives desire. So it's okay to desire things. It's okay to desire a new home, new car, a new job, a spouse, whatever, whatever your desire is. It's okay to have those desires. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. Okay? Unless your desires become greater than the one who gives the desires, now you have a problem. Okay, now you have a problem. All right, our time is up. We are winding down, and I hope you guys enjoyed it and got something out of it. Go back and read the story on um, Rachel and Leah. 
dig deep into it. Ask the Lord to open your eyes up to it just in a different way and, and look at it in a different way and, and check yourself. You know, we got to get your journals and check yourself. Make sure you ain't done something. Sometimes we'll do things and not even realize that we're doing this stuff. So we got to go back and check ourselves to make sure, you know what, I'm not doing these. Or if I've done it, be honest with yourself and say, I've done it. I, I've done some manipulating things. I've done some things I shouldn't have done. Lord, forgive me. And ask the Lord, let me see things through your eyes. So I won't see the deception that the enemy is trying to make me see a deception of what's going on. It's not really what's going on. You know, so we got to begin to pray those prayers, all right? So next week we're going to be talking about you don't always have to be okay, all right? That will be our third truth, and we're going to talk about that next week. You don't always have to be okay. All right, you guys, well, I thank you guys for joining me here at the Jamming Gospel Station, so make sure you keep it locked here. Joy, 1390 Jammin' Gospel. Thank you for listening to Women Transform Podcast with your host Pamela Joy. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, you can find us on Spotify under Women Transform, or you can email us at misspamelajordan at yahoo.com. Thank you for joining. Until next time, God bless.